0: It's Success Happens on 930 WFMD, blending business and politics. Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton.
1: Good morning and welcome to Success Happens, everybody. It is just awesome to be here with you. And, um, you know, things are heating up. We are in the full-blown election cycle. And today is going to be about election integrity but it's also about holding people to account in office to do the right thing that you know what i've been so inspired by is these mama bears i mean if you think about they and papa bears have showed up at these election at the uh, education boards of election board <laughs> excuse me education boards And they have stood up and said, wait, it's not okay that the children are suffering because of what you all are deciding for them against our wishes and will. Parental rights matter. And they've they've said that loud and clear. And things are starting to shift. We haven't made the progress we'd like to make, but a lot has been accomplished. Um. But as far as election integrity and ensuring safe and fair elections so that your vote and my vote count. And by the way, the dead people and the people who live in North Carolina or wherever, their votes don't count here in Maryland. And that, that issue has uh, continued to uh, be an issue for so many people who have been fighting for uh, voter integrity and voter against voter fraud and in some cases it's this idea of voter fraud says okay an individual did something but we also have a systemic issue within the systems of elections so it's a combination it's like a multifaceted five-dimensional war we're in about getting the truth out and making sure that we have safe and fair elections because it's not just it's not just the election boards and many of them are really good people, just committed to us having our, our voice be heard through the through the election process. But it's also about the system through which we place our vote, how it's counted. And is there anybody behind the scenes? I use the analogy of like the Wizard of Oz <laughs> and the Wizard behind the curtain. Who's behind the curtain determining our elections in some cases? I mean, I've seen the data. I've seen it flip. And you can call me a conspiracy theorist. I really don't care. We know that that has occurred. There is proof. There is evidence. And then you have people like the mules, 2,000 mules, who have been hired help to stuff the ballots to harvest the ballots to go in some cases to to go in some t- cases to old folks homes and collect them and maybe even help them fill them out maybe even encourage them to vote a particular way or sometimes in some cases they don't tell them at all they just vote for them So this has all gone on. So it's not a simple fix. But one thing we know is that this notion of early counting the ballots has the system called ERIC know when somebody has voted and when they haven't, moment to moment. And we've covered this. So the ERIC system is all about Knowing what votes have not yet been used and how they can use them, they, the bad guys, and flip them into some other person's, you know, election process so they can take that vote. So the Eric system is something that most humans here don't understand. And we need to understand it. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. I'm going to get that information for you so we can really delve into it. But before we do, I want to bring on Natalie Abbas to talk about the early counting that's been going on across, uh, you know, or what's about to go on. There are 13 counties who have said, we're not going to early, early count the ballots. Now, why is it important that they don't early count the ballots? Because when they count a ballot, a mail-in, they separate the ballot from the envelope that proves who the ballot belongs to. What that does is do something called break the chain of custody of the ballot. So you no longer, as a candidate, can contest it. Because you don't know that ballot who it actually belonged to because the proof of who it came from has been destroyed or disposed of. What I'm going to call that is they've spoiled the vote. They have no way to verify that vote. So we must have the election boards. By the way they're appointed you don't vote them in but they're deciding how your vote is being processed so you have to be super clear about who those people are and reach out to them and say look I'm not okay with you spoiling the vote on this early counting process now I want you to know I reached out to the Frederick County Board of Elections and I was asked to send an email to the director now, fair enough, it was the end of the day yesterday, okay? So I've sent that email. I've heard nothing. I didn't expect to before the show. This isn't something they would urgently respond to. In fact, they'll slow walk it, I'm sure, until they get to me sometime next week. And the the they're moving forward with early counting here in Frederick County. Which means they're going to separate the ballot from the proof of who did it. Now, any candidate, and oh, by the way, we're going to talk about the data. So good morning. Welcome, Natalie. Thanks for being here. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So how many ballots are affected? And and let's talk about the primary, because I think that's where you have a lot of the data. Wasn't it like over half a million votes were
2: affected in this early counting process? Well, there's the early counting, and then there's, like, the mail-ins and the faxed and emailed in that I'm understanding was about 688,000. So so th- say that again.
1: 688,000 were comprised of faxed-in ma- uh, votes. Oh, by the way, did you guys know that you can fax your vote in? But you didn't know that. Okay. Then what? Email? Email. You can email your vote. Well, how do you email your vote? You'd have to, what, download it on a computer? Print it out, fill it out, and email it back. Okay, so, that, you know, I wish I could do that with my money. Like, I could just print my money, take it to the bank and say, no, really, trust me, <clears throat> I have this $10,000 and I want to use it. I mean, that's absurd. There's reasons why these things have this
2: quality control. Okay, what's the third category? Uh, well, there is other and you can deliver it into a ballot box other into a ballot box or you can mail it through the post right right okay so
1: so all of that is six hundred eighty eight thousand in the state of Maryland correct correct so just so you all know that is more than sufficient to swing an election can we all agree on that I think we can all agree on that alright so 000, Oh, by the way mail in print them out off your computer Fax them in if you got it in the mail. And oh, by the way, they're also automatically mailing how many to homes. I think it's a half million are being automatically sent out to homes. Whether or not they've asked for it. And some people come back and say, I don't want this. I want to show up on voter day. By the way, one thing, November 8th, one day, one vote, one person. That's what we're asking you guys. Don't even participate in this 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 uh, fiasco to obstruct and obscure our elections. I beg of you, call a friend, have them drive you. Okay, anything
2: else about that? So I'd just like to say, you know, when people are seen stuffing the ballot boxes, we are going to have people out there and it's got to stop. People cannot pick up. 10, 20, 30, 40 ballots and just put them into the ballot box. They have to have evidence and permission from the individual and they better carry that with them because we are going to be on boots on the ground watching and making sure that that doesn't happen this time. All right.
1: And by the way, everybody listening, your boots on the ground. Whatever state, whatever jurisdiction, whatever precinct you live in, Use your eyes, your ears, and your common sense to, if you see something that smells fishy, say something. And there's going to be a way to do that. I I would like to, before the end of the show, give you how you're going to inform people. And at some point, this fraud gets uh, uh, validated, investigated, validated, and then it rolls up to to the sheriffs. The sheriffs have the power to take action on these frauds. And there's serious consequences if people commit election fraud. They've already started arresting people across the country on this. So we're not playing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Success Happens on Free Talk 930 WFMD. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now, and Flamingo Pool Supply. We'll be right back.
0: Success Happens is brought to you in part by Flamingo Pool Supply. Industry Lane Frederick. The best
1: for
2: your pool today.
1: When was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream? Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh-made selections, including dairy-free and all-natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with a creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now.
2: This is Natalie Abbas. With an election fraud update. A recently filed RICO racketeering case, Gibson v. Maryland, includes defendants from 21 Maryland jurisdictions, Baltimore City, state and local election boards, and CTCL, which is a nonprofit funded by Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg with Zuckerbugs. Also included are other unknown defendants. The case alleges that CTCL paid local boards. $6.2 million and paid people to commit election fraud. If you saw something, say something, email me at nataliaboss13 at gmail.com. Your information will be confidential. Make a difference, volunteer, or donate today to help with legal costs. Send checks payable to Charlton Scientific 501c3, nonpartisan, nonprofit, to P.O. Box 370. Woodsboro, Maryland, 21798. For more information, email nataliaboss 13 at gmail.com. Help us ensure free and fair elections. Thank you.
0: Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at wfmd.com. A service of Holzapfel Heating and Air Conditioning.
1: welcome back to success happens this is Jen and we are having a, an interesting discussion right now about election integrity and frankly the um, the counting of the ballots in a way that ensures that all of our votes are protected because if they bring in 10 bad ones for one of ours our vote is diluted We cannot let that stand, period. We cannot let that stand. I want to talk to you about the wonderful, awesome jurisdictions across this state in Maryland. And if you're listening in Pennsylvania and West Virginia and Virginia, you need to look into this in your respective states, okay? But in Maryland, the following jurisdictions have said, we will not early count. I'm so proud of them. They're showing integrity and intestinal fortitude against the pressure and the nonsense that's trying to convince them otherwise. So, first of all, Anne Arundel County, shout out to Anne Arundel County Board of Elections. Well done. You will not be early counting. So what that means is they will wait till after the close of the election on November 8th. Calvert, Caroline, Carol, Cecil, and Charles have all said they will not early count except if Cecil gave this qualifier. It said, well, unless we get inundated with ballots. Now, that's a recipe for corruption because if they've got a bunch of ballot stuffing going on, Or a bunch of people downloading ballots, willy-nilly, and faxing them in, or mailing them in, they're going to get overwhelmed, aren't they? So they've left themselves an out. That's a little suspicious. That's Cecil. Um, One caveat on Calvert County. It does say here they will determine after the court hearing, which was yesterday. We're going to talk about that. Dan Cox's campaign filed something to try and stop this nonsense of early counting. Um, So stay tuned. We'll give you that information. So, yes, there's some concern about Calvert and Cecil. Okay. Frederick County. We'll hold that thought. We'll get back to Frederick. Garrett and Harford. Shout out to Garrett and Harford County. They will not be early counting. Queen Anne's County. Well done, Queen Anne's. We got a lot of patriots over there changing the world. They flipped the board the Board of Education. The mama and Papa Bears showed up. Shout out to Mark Schiffinelli and the board there uh, looking out for the kids. And now they're looking out for your vote in Queen Anne's County. Well done. Somerset County. They will not be early counting. Proud of you guys. It takes something to stand up and say we're not doing this. Because there's a lot of pressure to capitulate. I love that word. It's a great word. Washington County. Wicomico County and Worcester County have said they will not early count. Well done. Shout out to my folks down on the shore in Wacomico and Worcester. You guys are awesome. Some of the nicest people. Really are. Now, let's talk about who will early count. They said, eh, to heck with you. We're doing what we want. You know, here's the thing. I want to talk about overwhelming number of ballots and not being able to handle the process. You guys a big chunk of the budget to handle the size and capacity of your jurisdictions, Baltimore city, Montgomery County, Prince George's County. So if you can't figure out how to amp up your, your uh, production and process of these ballots, then shame on you. You shouldn't be running the government, but don't make it our problem. That you can't handle your volume, so therefore you're going to early count, so it's easier for you. This is not about being easier for you, government. This is about you doing what's right for we the people and honoring our vote. One vote, one person, one day, with very few exceptions. Baltimore City is a yes, we're going to early count and shuffle the decks and dispose of the chain of command of, of custody of these votes. So we don't know who voted what and you can't challenge us. That's what that says. Baltimore city, Dorchester County. They said, well, we're going to leave it to be determined by the director one day prior. And, and and so there are to be determined, Allegheny to be determined. Okay. So We'll talk about those two be determines in a minute. Let's stay focused. So, Howard County is early counting. Montgomery County, early counting. Prince George's County, early counting. What do you recognize in all of that? Baltimore City, Frederick, Howard, Montgomery, Prince George's, St. Mary's, and Talbot. They will be early counting. With very few exceptions, Talbot tends to be more conservative. I'm really surprised at the early counting. They're going to do it. They're going to count them as they come in. So there's no way to challenge that that data after the fact if they muck with those ballots. And there's a whole thing around scanning the ballots. If they can't read them and who gets to determine, then they start to look at it and say, well, maybe this is what they meant by that mark or whatever. Okay? So, so we are we are taking on these these jurisdictions that have decided that they're going to early count. And my request is you must maintain the chain of custody and you have to keep the ballot with the envelope. Got to staple them or do whatever you're going to do. No paper clips, please. I mean, anybody knows that'll be a disaster. Okay, so so that being said, we have to be determined in Allegheny, Dorchester. And there was one other Uh, Baltimore City is saying a to be determined or not. I've got kind of there's some confusion around where they stand on that. So here's what I would do if I were in those jurisdictions, I would be hammering them on emails and phone calls and saying, look, guys, we demand a fair and honest election. And if you can't handle your process, maybe we need to find somebody else to do your job for you. Okay. So we've got two minutes before we go to break. Natalie, what do you have to say about all that?
2: So it is, it's one voice, one vote. Everyone needs to step up. If you see something, say something. And I would just say, look, this is our last chance to get it right. Let's get it right. And let's make sure that, you know, everyone works together and we hold people accountable. It's transparency, responsibility, accountability. And all of that needs to happen for freedom and democracy to to work. And I really think that. You know, we got to put our best foot forward, trust, but verify. Yeah, it's
1: brilliant. I mean, this is a time where we're going to be challenging people who we call friends. You know, the people on the boards of elections. But you still have to say something. You, you have to separate your f- friends and your likes and all of that from civic duty. This is a time where it's not personal. I keep telling everybody this. This is not a time to take stuff personal. Do the job, get it done, get it right. That's what's at hand here. And anything less is an assault on our democracy and this democratic republic. And by the way, that's what the bad guys want. They don't want this anymore. They want us to be a socialist communist government where they tell you, What to think and do. So this is the last vestige of hope, you guys. This election will determine our future. You heard it here.
2: And I don't say stuff lightly like this. Go ahead. So if you get a mailed ballot, take it with you and... When you go to vote, if you show up in person, take that vote with you. And if they say no, you already voted. Say no, I have my ballot right here that was mailed to me and I'm showing up in person to vote. And that is is got to be. And that's evidence taken to a judge. It's, that's evidence that somebody defrauded
1: you of your vote. That gets into the Eric system, which we'll talk about after the break. Because basically they're assigning votes to individuals, okay? So people are showing up at Hartford County. We had it in the primary. Eight different people let us know directly. We know who they are. They gave us their names or information. They were very upset because they showed up at the ballot, showed up at the poll to, to, to place their sacred vote. And they were told somebody else did it for them. That is outrageous. And it stops, and it stops now. You're listening to Success Happens. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen. So what we're dealing with is Dan Cox has been trying to stand for integrity in the voter process and making sure that your votes are properly honored and that the cheating votes, whether somebody's dead or they're um, out of state, okay, or they're not old enough, there might be some of those, or they're just a fake person, aren't, aren't counted. Now, we know, and Natalie, I'd like you to talk to me about the people when you they've done something called canvassing tell people first what is canvassing
2: when you go out and you're trying to verify what is canvassing so basically you're knocking on a door and you're talking to the folks inside and you're asking them according to our records uh how did you vote not who did you vote for that never comes up totally bipartisan just how did you vote how did you vote did you walk in did you do a mail-in ballot uh that's the first question. So it's after
1: the election, they're going back and they're trusting and verifying.
2: Okay. Go ahead. Right. And you got to kind of differentiate. If you talk to the election board, they're going to say canvassing, which means counting their ballots. Canvassing for us means knocking on doors. So that's why it's been confusing. That's for why people. it's been confusing. So it's
1: really working out in the field, talking to the people and finding out what they did so we can know. That it matches what the voter rolls say. Now, in some cases, they've gone to a property and it's
2: an empty lot. It's an empty lot, or it's a storage unit, or it's a post office, or it's a FedEx office, uh,
1: and people are registered to vote from that location. Yes, and and give us one specific example of that.
2: So there was, uh, there's a ton of I'm catching you examples. Kind of off guard, right, right. right. Um, Allegheny County, uh, Hartford County, you know, they've done a huge amount of canvassing. Uh, the precinct group, they've gone out and they've got all the statistics. But one example is just uh, storage units, and there's people living in the storage units. And that's a great example of. Were
1: they in fact living there?
2: No. Nobody lives there.
1: Nobody lives in, yeah, I mean, not in people, storage do, unit. people do want to not live like rats. They, they want running water and toilets. So so that li- they're not actually living in the storage unit from which they are voting. Okay, got it. So the other instance is there might be a, an apartment. They go to the apartment, they knock on the door and they say, I've got six people registered here or 15
2: people. I think one case it was 20 people registered in an apartment. Okay, go ahead. Big enough for probably four people. And, you know, you just ask them the simple question, are all of these folks living here? And they're like, I don't even know who these people are. And, you know, they may even have uh, like twins living there and their names may be very similar. Also, uh, they reverse the names, James Adam, Adam This is James, they being the bad guys. They being the bad guy, okay. right.
1: So, so they show up and there's a, a, a group of people there to vote. Uh, that are assigned votes from that location. What's going on with the voter rolls that this is the case?
2: Well, they're obviously uh, completely wrong. They're showing people that aren't there, out of state, deceased. All right. Now,
1: my, my understanding from Dr. Douglas G. Frank, and you guys need to go back into my podcasting and look for some of these interviews. I did a great interview with Doug. Uh, there's another great in there with uh, interview in there from some time ago with Draza Smith and, and Jeff O'Donnell. These are uber smart mathematical scientists and they've looked at the processes and how they're flipping this stuff. So so when they have used fake people, essentially what they're doing is padding the voter rolls okay got that? So these people aren't really here in this jurisdiction living and breathing and oh by the way paying taxes. Okay? So so they are assigning votes to these people through the ERIC system. So we've got these padded votes in there. They're dead, they don't exist at all or they live in some other area and they're not they don't have the right to vote here. They haven't paid their taxes here.
2: They and so um continue with that so i think if you back up and look at the thirty thousand foot view a lot of folks we believe are coming from the mva if you sign up at the mva they ask if you want to vote if you want to sign up to vote um to be a registered voter and you say yes or you say no i don't want to give that information because maybe they may not be a legal citizen well that information could be used in order to uh Receive a ballot, receive a ballot.
1: And that's where these automatic ballots are coming from. They're shipping them from the DMV. So, you know, there's some some real onus here on the I'm going to say the administration here in Maryland and uh, the Department of Transportation and the DMV to um, clean it up because otherwise they're participating in fraud against the people. And I'm just saying it. That's that's brutal. It's brutal because I know there's a lot of good folks at the Department of Motor Vehicle who aren't participating in this. And by the way, they'd be outraged to know this. Exactly. They really would. So, all right. So, so backing up, they're padding these voter rolls. So all this notion that Frederick County's turning blue, you know, Carroll County's turning blue. No, they're padding the voter rolls. The other thing I know they've done is they've They've activated inactive votes. Now, what does that mean? Dead people are walking. They have activated inactive votes or voters in these voter rolls. And then after the election, they deactivate them again. We know that happened. They have the evidence. Tina Peters from Colorado, I believe, is a hero. Yes, And they went after her and arrested her. Because she told the truth, because she took a picture before, during, and after, they have what, they know exactly what they did. And they activated dead people and others, okay, who moved out. So um, I want to talk about the ERIC system and why this padding is so important. <clears throat> the ERIC system is a system that many, many states participate in. And they call it a way to clean up the voter rolls. It's supposed to be a way to kind of keep that integrity in place. So if you move to North Carolina, you know, it would be kind of like the essence of a national voter database. The only problem is there's only about 30 states participating. So it's not – it does not provide the structure that we need to ensure that this stuff doesn't occur. But the other thing the ERIC system does, and we've talked about this, is it, it will let the people – in the process, know at any given time who has voted, who hasn't. Who has voted, who hasn't. Ah, Mrs. Smith showed up and she voted. Okay, she's voted. Now, technically, her vote is not available for them to sign. But let's say somebody, they've, they've activated people who have moved out or they're dead. They take that vote. It's like going shopping. Imagine you go to the grocery store and you pull off the shelf a vote that you can assign to whomever the Eric system has the capacity through these algorithms to assign the votes to other people and to flip the vote and this is how they're using these padded votes of people now we know right now that and we're on it okay Worcester County shout out to those people they found Since July, twelve hundred new voters who are Democrats. Now, let's—I want to give you the data because, as our dear friend Dr. Douglas G. Frank says, "It ain't natural, baby." Okay, they have twenty-four hundred Democrats in Worcester County. Guess what they just added? Since July, twelve hundred new Democrats. Twelve hundred. Now, when you look at the total number, thirty six hundred, twelve hundred is 33% of the total number of Democrats. They've just bumped. They've just padded in Worcester County. Now, we are going to canvas it. If i got to go down there myself, I'm buying coffee, okay? We're going to go down, and we're going to knock on those doors, and we're going to find out who the people are that they're claiming are now Democrats.
2: Go ahead. No, it just begs the question. I mean, we have seen in the last couple of elections where... All of a sudden there's more votes than there are voters has happened across the country especially in Frederick Maryland because they just decertified and then they recertified so now you have let me add
1: to that and there's also where typically in a an off presidential election 45 50 percent 45 percent would vote that's voter turnout it's kind of not as important to some people as the presidential i would argue that it's really important but 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 they don't show up as much sorry hit the mic so but now we're seeing 65% right on presidential elections now it's like 90% that's not
2: natural baby it's not natural math science all right go ahead no and so in the last 2020 election we also saw 160,000 voters removed from the voter roll why What happened? What's that about? And in Montgomery County, you've got eight hundred folks that are between one hundred and ten and one hundred and seventeen years old. God bless them. They're
1: they're eating their wheaties. (laughs) They sure are eating those wheaties.
2: I'm canvassing Montgomery County, and we're going to do it again and again until we get it right.
1: So. I want to take a break now, and then we're going to bring on my Daryl dad, who's going to talk about the legal ramifications of all this. Because there are people out there, including Natalie and Walter Charlton, who are fighting for you and fighting for me and fighting for the candidates who are working so hard. God bless everybody running. I don't care if you're a Democrat, a Republican, an Independent, or the Green Party, you know, Libertarian, if you're running for office god bless you because it's not for the faint of heart and we really do appreciate you stepping up because most of us won't right so we're going to take a quick break you're listening to success happens on free talk 930 wfmd we'll be right back
0: success happens is brought to you in part by flamingo pool supply industry lane frederick the best for your pool
2: today
1: when was the last time you had fresh homemade ice cream Sweeties on the Creek is making ice cream. Stop in and taste our fresh made selections, including dairy-free and all natural flavors. Enjoy a fresh cup of coffee with creamy shaker sundae. Taste a new fun flavor or an old yummy favorite. Sweeties, fresh made from cow to cone. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. Now, I have a big ask of you. Won't you please consider supporting our show with a small gift to cover coffee for my guests, airtime on WFMD, social media promotion, or media travel that brings you the critical information you need. A one-time gift of any amount is greatly appreciated. Or please consider becoming a member of Success Happens for $25 a month. Together we will make a big difference. Please go to givesendgo.com backslash donate success happens. Again, givesendgo.com backslash donate success happens to make a gift. Integrity, truth, and transparency on a solid foundation of faith in God remain fundamental to my work and critical, I believe, to save our country. Let's make success happen together. May God bless you and your family for your patriotism and support.
0: It's all about your car. Call in with questions to Dave Serio beginning in less than 30 minutes right here on 930 WFMD.
1: Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and we are having a fired up show today. So I want to first of all say You know, Dan Cox is an amazing guy. Neil Parrott. I'm looking at something on the uh, Washington Post about Neil and, and Dan. Listen, these people are fighting for freedom and prosperity here and restoring integrity to our republic. And the Washington Post, frankly, should be ashamed of themselves. The way they are twisting truth to damage somebody in favor of their candidate they've already come out and and uh endorsed westmore which should tell you run the other direction so i mean if washington post is endorsing them run um and there's a whole lot more about that i'm learning about westmore that we'll cover in another show but dan cox has been a hero and i don't really care whether people like him it's not personal to me again i keep saying we got to stop being personal okay but he filed a case and i'm going to have walter share with you what happened in the case how it, and we've got a couple of about 10 minutes so dad would you like to talk about the order yesterday because dan was trying to intervene in this um, in this early counting process to make sure that we don't destroy the chain of custody. And um, and Dad's the legal expert on this, so I'm going to just have him share kind of, what do you see, Dad, where we are right now? You all have had a case. Dan has had a case. We're trying to restore integrity to the election process. Where are we today in the aftermath of the judge's ruling in the Court of Appeals yesterday?
0: Well, I have in front of me a, an order that it it appears to be uh, an earlier version, but a, I'll just read it to you. Ordered that the motion is denied. That is the ruling I'm looking at. I presume that's the correct ruling. What that means is that Dan Cox and his legal counsel argued that the ruling of the Montgomery County Circuit Court Judge, uh, denying any relief, uh, should be overturned, and I listened to it, and my interpretation of their argument is that the uh, early voting opens the door for shenanigans and and therefore, they didn't say this in the argument, but what was not said is, is, is very important here. As I understand what you just said, Jennifer, is that when it, when it comes to counting early votes, this was done because they didn't have the manpower to do the job quick enough because they anticipate being overwhelmed with these, with these uh, mail-in votes and drop votes and the rest of it. But what was not pointed out, and as an accountant, it, it strikes me as erroneous, this places the opening and counting of these votes in the hands of who? Not folks that are supposed to count votes, but the Board of Elections, the State Board of Elections, or the County Board of Elections, these are not uninterested people. These are politically motivated people. So the 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 error in chain of custody is not just that. It's abrogating the duty to do a correct vote in accordance with correct papers. All of these judgment matters have now been ceded to somebody sitting there with nobody monitoring them. No Republicans sitting there. No Democrats sitting there. And oh, that's okay. Well, it's not okay. It's not only okay, not okay. It's a felony if it's done fraudulently. Five years in jail. This is not playing around. But the Court of Appeals is not going to interfere with this erroneous, I say in my judgment erroneous, ruling of a circuit court judge who is also probably prejudiced. So it's, uh, as my old daddy used to say, it's Katie Barr the door time. They can do anything they want with these votes.
1: In other words, they're using the law, what we call lawfare, to politicize their roles, their outcomes, their decisions, and put us at the back end of, of these outcomes.
0: Well, I think you're exaggerating in a hair. They aren't doing it. This early voting is giving them the invitation to do it, knowing they can't possibly be caught. Got that. So that what Natalie says as get out there and watch How is anybody going to get out and watch these six or ten or however many days each board in its own volition decides is the time we're going to do the early vote excusing-wise as an excuse? Oh, it's easier for us. Well, why the heck? And I cleaned that up. (laughs) Didn't they – didn't they get out and hire more people?
1: Well, and this is or, not transparency. It's behind closed well, doors. Well,
0: it's worse than that. It's because everybody knows that the, the, when when a, a signature is challenged or when various other deficiencies appear on the face of the ballot themselves, somebody has to, quote, adjudicate it.
1: Meaning decide. Decide who gets the vote, and it's very subjective. It's,
0: well, it's not only subjective. If it's done by the election board, we know who they vote for, and and in in a suit uh, in the federal court, we're alleging felony frauds by these people, and and so it just uh, what the court of appeals did was they didn't kick the. Can. Ball, the, the can down the road. What they did was abrogate their own duty, and in somebody should appeal this all the way to the Supreme Court if possible. There's no way that that the that a, a, a serious, well considered action by the legislature should be directly overturned in favor of freedom of uh, 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 of the Board of Elections or to con- decide who they want
1: elected. Or convenience for their... Or convenience
0: or- for this. this, It's, it, it's outrageous. It, it it's is outrageous. outrageous and makes no sense whatever.
1: Okay, Natalie, you want to say something?
2: Yeah, so what happened was they changed the vote date on the 19th. So that put pressure on them to get all of our counting and everything done in a very uh, expeditious manner. Now we're coming up against this new date of uh, early counting, and they've created an emergency. And to Walter's credit, he said, you know, they can go out and hire more people, more folks. We have a how many, what's our surplus? Well, as, as the,
0: the, the controller General of Mar- Maryland stated to me, uh, we have a budget surplus in Maryland of six point three billion. I mean, we got plenty of money.
2: So hire the people. To hire
0: the people and do it right. right. Why don't they do it right?
2: Hire the people, do it right. Sit down and make sure it's done efficiently, transparent. We need it transparent. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. You all are
1: the power. You must not. What's the word? Abrogate. Your power, I mean, that means kind of like push it off. Own it. Get in communication with the boards of elections where you are and demand that they honor the process. They don't early count so that, by the way, that way they know what their deficit is. This is the whole point of early counting. They then know. Now, they say they don't share that information, but they do. Don't tell me they don't. So we've just got one minute left, and I just want you to know you all are the power of the people. This is your time. Don't push your power off and expect somebody else in the Board of Elections to do the right thing. Hold them to account to ensure that they do. We love our country. We must own our country, not let a small select few determine our future. The point of electing people is to make sure that they represent us and they do our bidding. Okay. So I want to thank now.